who's gonna start? <laughs> hey everyone. Hi guys. It's Andrew Sims. I'm Melissa Anelli. And we are here to give you a lowdown on the gigantic, gigantic panel today, Harry Potter panel today at Comic Con. We're not over it yet. It's been what three hours? Yeah. Oh done. my gosh, it has been three hours. <laughs> it, was, um, it was incredible. I don't know. Like we can't decide if we're just like buying into the hype that it's just because it's new footage that we that obviously has to be in the movie or right. if the, the footage was that amazing it's also very exclusive so that's there's that level of exclusivity <laughs> right. to it that's like oh my god oh my god no but it really was it really was and and, and it was set up like a trailer that's yeah. the other thing to consider so the way it's edited it's faster paced there's special music to get everyone riled up but it legitimately was the footage that we saw, the scenes that we saw, they were all new for the most part. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of trailer shots, but fine. You know, like Draco running through the roof requirement is an awesome shot and they should use it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, some of the things that really stood out. Oh, dead Dumbledore. Dead Dumbledore. <gasps> in the tomb. In the tomb. And somebody was like. It's like, either Harry or Voldemort. It's got to be Voldemort. It's uh, got to be Voldemort. I'll, I'll take your like, word for it. I can it. totally see that shot, like him like going down and like inspecting death because he's so curious about death. Yeah. And inspecting what a dead body. And plus we see the shot of him in the trailer standing on top of the tomb, sending the spells into mm -hmm. the in the air. Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. That shot freaked me out oh my God, was, more than anything. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares about it. Just It's just like to the shot is totally... Half the screen is the dead Dumbledore, and the other half is just is just white on top of him because like the back of the tomb. And he's coming in close to him. Oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. So good. What about the seven Potters? I think that's one of the moments I smacked you on the leg. Yeah, I gasped. I was like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. I was like, oh my god. So yeah, and we they're saw... all wearing different clothes. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the it's Hermione and all them. The Hermione the... ones stood out to me. I didn't know who was who. You could tell who was who. Well, I just it was a it was a girl outfit. Oh, okay. So, I yeah. <laughs> I, like, it took a minute for my mind to register that we were looking at the Seven Potters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we were sitting there, and th that shot is basically, like, the real Harry confronting the rest of the Harrys. Yeah, yeah. And so they're, like, circled around. Yeah. Like, oh, it was really well done. And I know uh, the, Dan has said before that that was, like, one of the more challenging, uh, time-consuming scenes, because they have to film it multiple times, seven times. Or eight oh, poor times. guy. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they're not all everybody else's voice. Yeah. Like there was in the in, in movie two. Right. You know. So that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um. The the wedding. Can we talk about the wedding? The wedding. Yeah. Go for it. There's um um, basically there's a very slow, talking voice and and it must be Kingsley's, deep rumble. It says you know the ministry has has fallen. Yeah, and you see Harry looking up towards the sky, and like the next time we see, the next time we see the wedding, things are on fire. People are running, people are screaming, and Lupin is grabbing Harry and going, "Get it, go, get out, yeah. go!" It's so good. The the one thing about that, it sounded a little weird. His voice, like it sounded echoey. It sounded all right. That mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't how I pictured it in the books. For it to sound, um, it sounds like it's not going to be like an like a like a silver animal like we imagine. Right. It sounded like it, there was a light, there was a pulsing like white light, but I don't. I, prob, maybe they don't do that kind of stuff because it would look a little bit too cartoony. I mean, if a cat shows up and starts talking. Yeah. Um, and it was looks at part one and part two. They're mm -hmm. still doing that, mm -hmm. you know, despite the fact like at the beginning they were like coming this November. Mm -hmm. Um. We saw we saw the big meeting with Voldemort and the Death Eaters in oh, Malfoy Manor. Oh it was so good. Ah, it's all like it's like blue washed. It's like light blue sort of wash on the on the 
the coloring and everything's marble and very cold. Yeah. And you just know what you're looking at right away. Yeah. And a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. It's a big group. Mm-hmm. And we see, uh, th- there were a couple, we saw that scene a couple times and we see Snape walk in <gasps> at one point and confront, confront, confront Voldemort. And he sits down and he's talking to him. At yeah. The table. Do you remember yeah. what he said? I don't. He said, um, you know, they'll be moving him at his birthday. To attack him after that would be impractical. Oh. But already it's more from Snape yeah. than we've seen. It's And to see him working with Voldemort, Ray Fiennes, I mean, that was very, very cool. And I was saying to Melissa earlier, some of my favorite scenes in the series are when it's the adult actors working together doing mm-hmm. scenes one-on-one. Uh, so that was very cool. What about Malfoy? What else about Malfoy Manor? We saw a scene of the carnage after Voldemort has unleashed his fury that they let Harry go. Yes, yes. And it is ugly. And also some a lot of stuff with Bellatrix mm-hmm. being crazy. She's crazy. She's worse than ever. Yeah, there was one shot close up on her mouth, and she's just like making these weird noises. Like, <laughs> don't you feel like somebody should let her know about floss? <laughs> I just, <laughs> come on. Yeah. So you're evil. Do you have to have bad teeth? Right. Um, but oh, yeah. it's so good, Bellatrix. It's so good. She's not. She goes. We've got Harry Potter, and yeah. you see them pushing him towards. You see that the, the big hedges and the gate that you approach Malfoy Manor, and you see her pushing Harry towards the towards the door. But there's also something. I don't know who this was. There's like a snake kind of whip thing that comes out of somebody's wand and gets somebody around the neck. That was a Nagini, was it? Like, was it Nagini? It did looked, it come no, out it of the like wand? An actual whip. I don't know if it came out oh. of the wand, but I I don't know. It looked to me like Ron that got it. But no. I, maybe like disfigured. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, but it, Hermione. Yeah, she was looking good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what about Hermione? Yeah, that Hermione man. She was looking awesome. Um, no, 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 no. Bellatrix was holding her. Remember? With oh, the, right. With the yeah, knife. yeah. I meant good acting. <laughs> she was looking good. <laughs> no, that was great. Like this. I mean, and, like, we keep repeating, great, awesome, but, yeah. like, it really was, like, I was a little nervous at first, because what can they show? And it was, I, was were they going to show a full scene? Yeah. You know, we didn't know. And Is your leg bruised? Did I hit you enough? <laughs> yes. Every time something big would come up, I would just, 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 like, smack Andrew on the leg, as though he wasn't watching and couldn't see what yeah. I was seeing, and so I could get his attention. And the other thing was, they made us turn our laptops off, so, like, we couldn't type. Uh, I mean, we could type, but we couldn't see what we were typing. So I I'm like pecking it. in the dark. Yeah, I love your, tw- your tweets. Big meeting with the deathers. deathers. <laughs> uh, I didn't I, have a text file up, so I, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's see what. Uh, so that was my note about Nagini. I, I, the the clips came so fast as just like what, what, what. So fast. It was just a just a just a total barrage of everything. Yeah. What what else? Oh, we saw. Oh oh, you hear Voldemort. And let me tell you, I've had criticism about Ray Fiennes' Voldemort in the past being way, way, way over the top. And I'm so glad that when we heard this portion of Voldemort's um, um, duties in, in Seven, that it was like this. He was just very calm. You know, he says, you know, mm-hmm. bury your dead with dignity, uh, treat, attend to your wounded, and face your fate. Or yeah. con- confront your fate. Like, it was yeah. just very calm, in control of Voldemort. It was so perfect. Yeah. It's like a weak, weak Voldemort. Like, he's he's sort of losing his like confidence. No, um, but it's very no. I thought I thought he was actually kind of commanding. Like you know, like he's in his he's like you know you've battled you've battled well, mm-hmm. but I'm the I'm the winner here. Yeah. So let's all just uh, wrap up true. the game. Yeah. yeah. For a moment, I thought we were going to see the whole confrontation with Harry and Voldemort in the forest. We didn't. No. We saw a lot of stuff that was in the trailer with that, mm-hmm. uh, but it sort of set off a new 
area of the featurette. I, I would say overall, it was like what four or five minutes, maybe. Yeah. And uh, another thing we saw was the Harry and Ron fight in the oh, tent. More of it. Oh my so god, good. it was heartbreaking. Yeah, Ron, Ron, or Rupert was really did He's a great job. Fantastic. He says, you know, you know, every night I listen to that radio, and just, just, to, you know, what is it? Just to just hear to make for sure, Ginny, right? Just to make sure that Ginny and Fred and George isn't. And, and Harry's like, what, you think I don't? Yeah. You don't know how this feels. And then the rest of it you've seen. And you see Hermione, like, break up the fight. It, it was it was emotionally charged. It was very, uh, you know, But there was, like, the a break. Strings. Yeah, there was a break in the featurette where I thought, we all thought it was going to be over. And there <laughs> right. was cheering. Right. But then that's, there was, like, a, there was like a mini trailer. And then the title screen came up. And then you see the three of them sitting in the, in the, in the thing. And Hermione says, you know, if Voldemort's taken over the ministry. And right then you see two people at the front of the cafe in workman's clothes and one of them is like slowly pulling his wand out of his pocket. Yeah. The cinematography was awesome. Yeah. And I think back to the Dumbledore shot, that was beautiful. Because like you said, like half the screen was Dumbledore. Another half was Voldemort mm -hmm. like coming down on him. Uh, some other, we got our first look at Rufus Scrimgeour, which was pretty cool. I love the... Very, very quick, but very nice quick, to see. Quick, but it was very... I don't know why it affected me so much. He gets, you see it like sort of from his from his forehead down, and he says, you know, the ministry is in control or whatever. Just the the political turmoil that the world's gone into, and like the very sort of gritty, realistic way they filmed it, it's got that ominous feeling of like the last dregs of a government trying to keep control on its people and and losing. And it's just, I think, I thought it heightened the drama. Yeah, yeah. So much, and then they're yeah. running through the woods, which was another great. Yeah. So uh, some a lot of the shots were of those were from the trailer. There were a couple new ones too. And what else did we see? Oh, we saw a lot of Harry and Hagrid on the yeah, motorbike. On the motorbike going up the side of the tunnel. Yeah, they were doing like a loop de loop, mm -hmm. and we saw some shots. Uh, or yeah, some shots of them flying through the air. Mm -hmm. I think, and you got a nice close up shot of Hagrid at one point, and when it looks like maybe he was hit. I don't know. I remember his face sort of like changing, uh, reacting to something. Mm -hmm. So those were those were cool to see. And there was gosh, also when um, they were running through the woods, um, what something you really notice, both in that and the cafe scene, is the different way the kids are using the wand work. Like, it's a much more adult, um, defensive, instantaneous. It's not just pointing your wand and saying stupefy. Hermione at one point is running and she just like whips her wand behind her and something blows up. Yeah. Because she's running so fast and like she doesn't even have control of her limbs and. and so it was really good wand work. You're saying really good wand work is <laughs> like we know so much about wand work. <laughs> that wand work was fantastic. Yeah. Don't you know? What else? I like so, Harry at Dobby's grave just standing. Yeah, there saw some Shell Cottage stuff. That was really nice to see. So it was so refreshing to see these new clips now, you know? Cause, yeah. and, and the whole time I was watching it, and I'm sure you were the same way, it's just like, please release this online. Fans will go crazy. It would be a real crime if this is not released online. Yeah, yeah, it was that good. And unfortunately, I you know, it, traditionally I don't think much from Comic-Con gets released. No. Uh, but when we came in, when we walked into the Hall H, they were giving out WBE swag bags, <laughs> so to speak. That. And it had a Harry Potter shirt in it. It said undesirable number one, and it's kind okay. of my fault. I stupidly left them in the press yeah, room. Yeah, it's Andrew's we... fault, everybody. <laughs> I gave mine to Andrew, and he left them in the press room. Oh. Andrew's fault. Uh, sorry, the shirt didn't fit me anyway. Too big? Yeah. I didn't even see it. I didn't um, even take it out of the bag. Yeah, but a nice shirt. Uh, I think we tweeted photos of it. 
Uh, so, you know, just They gave us 3D there. glasses and then we didn't use them. Yeah, we were thinking, they handed out 3D glasses, so we were like, oh, it's going to be for Harry Potter, but then it totally wasn't. The Malfoy Manor stuff is just sticking with me. And yeah, then, it was the best, I think, out of everything. And Snape sitting there talking to Voldemort was just... Yeah. I mean, he's like, you know, re like leaning forward in his chair, and Voldemort just looks like, you know, the cat that ate the freaking canary. He's just yeah. so happy Yeah. that he's got this information about, you know. Yeah. So Tom Fountain was the one who introduced the, mm -hmm. the Batch Eclipse. Yeah. And then we got it. We got to interview him afterwards. Yeah. And it was totally cool. He, he's such a great yeah. guy, and you've probably seen on online already him saying hello to Leaky and MuggleNet visitors. Yep. He did that for us, which was I nice. Can I can say I we're, we're we're not positive, but we're pretty sure that even with hundreds and hundreds no I'm sorry thousands <laughs> of reporters at Comic Con now. That possibly the fan sides were the only ones to get to sit down with Tom. Yeah, because basically we rushed right out of the panel, mm -hmm. and we and uh, we went straight to the WB booth, and there was Tom, and he, he was just having a little water break, and then he yeah. came talked to us for what twenty thirty minutes. I'd say. Yeah, and then afterwards he just he just did a signing. So I don't, I mean, just got like I think that's actually kind of cool on Warner Brothers' part that they were just like, well, get the fan sites a thing. Yeah, you know, forget everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's really nice. And I think the best part about the fan Insight interviews is the questions are better. They are. They're not goofy. So, Tom, what's it like to be evil? Yeah, yeah, something you know, like that. It just has to go. It's very, very, very overdone. So, Tom, you're a real bad guy, so, aren't you? <laughs> so. so, he had a lot to say about the film, about what he's doing next. Yes. Melissa was transcribing at a million like miles a, a minute. Mad person. Even Tom was like, You're typing quite fast. Tom over was that. like, You, my God. You know, the way he's like, My goodness, or whatever. <laughs> um, so the, I have these hilariously typoed notes that we're going to try and go through right now and get you the um, the cream of the crop. We, we started with asking him, uh, you know, this was his first Comic Con convention, and, he's, and we got his reaction on that. He's very overwhelmed by it. He said that uh, you don't, you guys don't really do anything by half measures, do you? Then, nope. <laughs> in America, nope. yeah. So, and he commented a bit. He, he he confirmed that his final scene was actually the epilogue. He came back a couple weeks later to do some second unit stuff. So I don't know, back of his head or something. <laughs> exactly, it's in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd yeah. shots are really second unit stuff. But mm -hmm. Second unit, like you don't want the director of the second unit to be instructing on principal photography acting so that's mm -hmm. you know that's why but um yeah i think there was like a crowd shot like a crowd at the at, at the um at hogwarts shot but yeah he was talking about how it was nice to be a little family unit with him and his real girlfriend jade who played astoria greengrass yeah they had her made up and then like his little son i wanted to ask him what he thought of the name scorpius but i didn't have to go uh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that name i yeah, but um, he said that uh, the epilogue is pretty loyal to the book, and fans mm -hmm. should be happy with with it, which is good. I, I don't, uh, God, I can't think of it any more, any, any anything more um, nerve wracking than trying to end this franchise correctly. Like, what's the last thing we as fans see? You know, uh, we didn't ask yeah. him that, but what he said was that, it, it, I mean, and obviously you don't expect him to say anything else, but he did say he's like everybody put. A billion percent. Mm -hmm. you know, it's sort of the gist of what he said. That it's like everybody knew this was their last chance. They leave leave nothing, you know, leave everything on the floor, leave everything on the in the in the cutting room. Like go for it. Yeah. Um, and God, from those, I know we say this. Don't we say this in every movie? God, those clips are awesome. Yeah. Does this feel different to you? <sighs> hmm, that's a good question. Because you're right. With every film, with every trailer, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. 
so I can't give an honest answer at this point. Yeah, I, know. I don't want to mislead people. I'm trying to separate <laughs> the clips actually being awesome from it being awesome that it's the first time we've seen these clips. Mm-hmm. But I really do think that some of the stuff, the clips are actually awesome. Like the press conference that Scrimger held. I really yeah. got my emotion up from something yeah. I didn't expect it. Or like Hermione doing that, that spell in the woods just keeps sticking with me about how the kids have grown yeah. and how they're running and the urgency and the, you know... And everybody being just totally wrecked in Malfoy Manor, blood on everybody's faces, their like bodies laying on the, on the floor. floor. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess that is the difference. It's emotional. Mm-hmm. I didn't see this much emotion with past trailers. It's very emotional, and I think uh, back again to that Harry and Ron fighting. That was very emotional. Uh, Voldemort and Snape in Malfoy Manor. That was that was just plain old exciting. Like that was just cool. <laughs> so, I. This is definitely, and there's also the feeling of the end, and that I think that makes a big difference. And that was one of the things we were asking Tom. You know, is it is it that he is it that it's the end? Is it what is it? And I can't remember his answer. Around where in this disaster of a transcript would would Uh, oh maybe right here? Everyone, yeah, everyone from the actors down to the crew really wanted to put absolutely uh, everything everything into. uh, They wanted this to be their masterpiece, if you will. That's not just the directors? Right, it's not just the directors and the producers, but also the extras that have been there for eight years. They also wanted to give absolutely everything. It was a real opportunity for people to get to that extra level because there's so many battles and each is going to, is such a strong part of the story that it really gave everyone a great chance to step to put, to put step up their game a little bit. We're all very excited. We're all really certain this is going to be the best one. Yeah. yeah. So, very, you know, a lot of, very confident. And I, I, I believe it. You know, this was their last chance to really, to, to adapt one of the Harry Potter books. And yeah. why wouldn't you put 110% into it? Anybody, any schmuck who didn't can, can, you know, can see me for a talking to. Because, <laughs> my God, you're part of this amazing, yeah, amazing franchise. Don't yeah. you take it for granted for a second, right. you know. Right, um, We talked a little bit about um, Draco and his, his varying emotional states in Deathly Hallows and... He said, "You know, we never really, we never really know what Draco's actions really are, what or, or Draco's thoughts really are. But it was exciting to take it on. And David Yates had a clear idea about it, but he did shoot a few different versions of Draco. So it sounds like, like you know, they kind of played with his motivation a little bit, and, and they're going to fix it in the, you know, in the cutting room." But he says, "I think basically he wants to help. He doesn't know that he wants to help. He has the urge to try and do something, but obviously his parental influences couldn't be worse, especially in, in Malfoy Manor." And I will point out that it's written as mana, as in mana from heaven in this transcript. Um, the risk that he's taking and not actually giving Harry up is huge. So they kind of save each other's lives a few times. And that they, ha- oh, oh, and he also mentioned they have a really nice look, a really nice moment in the epilogue where they, you know, they sort of share that, well, we've been through something together. Yeah, yeah, look. that should be cool to see. He was joking a lot. Well, he said that him and Dan joked around on the set a lot. He said him and Dan had to be face-to-face, like an inch with, uh, apart from each other, just staring at each other. Mm-hmm. And they were they were joking about, like, kissing each other and stuff like that. Yeah. But one time they even, like, pretended like they were going in to kiss each other. Yeah, it. yeah. And they said that, like, next time when they were in a movie together, as long as, long as they don't have to hate each other in their next film, they're, right. they're, they're happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, something else. I'm, I'm looking at Coming Soon's recap now. There's a flash to a scene, the scene in the diner mm-hmm. when the Snatchers... Like, catch them. That's from when they go in to get their cappuccinos at the top yeah. of Port Road. Yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was a very cool scene. It's great because of the instant... We're so used to the school nature of the magic, doing magic. It's, it's all very measured. 
and it's so different when it's out in the real world and it's pure survival and somebody's shooting a spell at you without barely even speaking and you have to react yeah. you know it's really cool yeah so anyway, back... your ministry remains strong. That's what Scrimger said. Your ministry remains strong. Oh yeah, and you can tell it's such a lie. Yeah, that was. Uh... Ah. That's the thing. Like I, this this book was just born to be. Thank God we're only wild. waiting three, three more months. There was a horrible, terrible rumor going around Comic Con that they were moving the film to February. We were all sort of freaking out a little bit until Harry Potter's Twitter yeah. shot it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, there really is something different with all these scenes is it is the end. And I think when we're watching this in, in the theater, you're going to be looking at it like, you know, this is the, this is the last few minutes of Harry Potter. Oh, I'm going to cry right now. I know. Yeah. I, I was getting a little teary eyed actually. Yeah. Watching all that. The first one's going to kill us. Like it's just going to be a, a, yeah. a nightmare waiting for number two. It really will be. Eight months of just a cliffhanger. Yeah. Anything else from Tom? I'm looking. I mean, um, most of it, we talked about the funniest stuff that happened on set, and apparently um, Alan Rickman warned him off stepping on his very long cloak, but oh, then yeah. David Yates was telling Tom to get Kick. closer, get closer, and he was like, oh, God, I can't get much closer. <laughs> and he got closer, and of course he stepped on the on the cloak and like pulled him back by the neck. That was that, funny. Because of that big cloak. So um, apparently he took it in um, fairly good spirits, Tom Felton. I mean, what's his name? Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um, he talked about Christopher Columbus and, and how, you know, he's very grateful to him for the early on work that he did mm-hmm. and for taking him on and how he's changed his life, you know. Somebody asked um, if Draco was real and he went to the theme park, what, did he, what would he? What were the rides he would make? Yeah. And he says that he, he even he might crack a smile. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's most of it with Tom. He was really, really... Nice guy. Yeah, it was cool. And I, I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised that we got to chill for so long mm-hmm. with them. I thought I thought it'd be a lot shorter than it was. Yeah, just kept going. We're like, oh, we're out of questions. Yeah, <laughs> we're a little bit out of questions now. Yeah. Um. Somebody asked, what kind of film would you like to do with Dan again? And his first response, as a joke, was, oh, like a broke Mac Mountain. You know, me and Dan. I thought that was funny. That was funny. And he was saying it to like this little girl. I don't know if she got the joke. Oh, you're right. I don't think she did get the joke. <laughs> we're all like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. So overall, good panel. I was a little concerned because it was only going to be Tom. So it's like mm-hmm. most of these panels at Comic Con, they they feature entire casts usually, mm-hmm. and so it was just Tom. Tom basically just came right out, entered the clips, had a small chit chat back and forth, and that was it. But it was good. I mean, the look it was an extended look. It was four or five minutes, lots of new material, and everyone in the, in the audience, you could feel everyone was into it i mean no doubt mm-hmm. you can't argue with the with what you see it's just fantastic there was something right in the beginning that fell into the ground that fell what was that was it the resurrection stone i can't remember it was something right at the very beginning something fell into the dirt it wasn't the mirror the the it might the have been the shard of mirror because we see harry briefly have we seen that before i feel like we have maybe not i don't think i don't think so yeah so we maybe we saw on, harry briefly set. maybe Maybe. Because, it, yeah, I think I heard of that, that that was on set. When you yeah. So, yeah, Harry, briefly, you see, yeah, and he's, like, leaning up against a tree, and he's looking, he's looking very disturbed. I think that was towards the beginning, so. Leaning against a tree, bemoaning his life. Waiting for an apple to drop. Yeah. So. So, I, I think that's as many, I mean, if we, re- if we remember anything else, we'll 
we'll put them on the tweets. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to do this via podcast. It's because it's just easier to get out your the yeah. thoughts this way. While well, we remember, you know. Yeah. It was much easier for, for you know, it's so, so silly sometimes. Andrew and I go to these things and we're doing the same things next to each other. Right, exactly. Like, why don't we just, you know. Merge. Just merge yeah. for this. So, yeah, no, but it turned, it turned out good. And probably, I know everyone's asking, like, when are they going to release this online? Honestly, mm. honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. It sucks. It really does because the world would go crazy. It would be insane. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see clips here and there from it, so. We will. And, you know, I, yeah, I think that's part of the part of the way that you get that kind of um, space with Comic-Con is that you promise some some exclusive, some exclusive footage. Yeah. But then again, you know, since Harry Potter's... What are they going to do? So you can't ever show Harry Potter Comic-Con, Comic-Con again? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it brought out a great crowd, no doubt about that. And the 7, line. 7,000 people buzzing now about it. Yeah. You know. People, and people were outside, like, at 8 p.m., I think. From noon the night, the day before. Yeah. This girl noon. was there at noon the day before, and just built from there. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, dead Dumbledore, dead Dumbledore. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Dead Dumbledore. I wouldn't do that. Sleeping outside, I don't know. Sleeping outside, you can't, uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, I guess people were doing it in anticipation. There were rumors about surprise guests coming to Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, but then they also, they gave away a free screening. Yeah, who won lucky, that? Did we I know? I don't know. The, the Harry Potter film Twitter did tweet, but they didn't give, like, a name or anything. They just said, Tom Felton gave away a screening. Yeah, we had to run. We had to run. We were supposed to get our, to get to the thing with, um... Um, Tom Felton, we had to run right after the footage was on, so we didn't even see him do the end of the footage, you know. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that wraps that up. Hopefully you guys uh, got <sighs> some information out of that, and, uh... And keep, keep <sighs> tuned to the sites for Same. more info, as always, yeah. at com and leakynews.com. And hopefully, if it leaks on YouTube... We'll post it. And then we'll we get check. yelled at by Warner Brothers. Yeah. But we'll, we'll take it. We will take the yelling at for, for you guys. For you. We checked on YouTube. It has, it's not up yet, but Looking. considering there's 7,000 people in there, it may very well get online. Yeah, honestly, if you get it, if, if it's on YouTube, don't just send us the link because by the time we get to it, it may be down. Grab it from YouTube. Figure out how to grab it. Yeah. And, and don't it tag it. it if you don't upload it to it. YouTube. <laughs> call it something you know, very... You going to listen to this and be like, you, uh, yeah. you jerks. Like, sorry, Stop guys. Sorry, them. Warner Brothers. This is, this is, this is the, the yoke of a fan. We have to. <laughs> We're, we have to do this. Yes. So. They all want it. Why isn't Harry Potter trending? I don't, I don't know. Comic-Con that. is. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Maybe, maybe if it's released online, then it'll trend. See? Warner Brothers? Yeah, that's the thing. They got to do that now. I mean, like with Twitter and Facebook. Well, I get, I get the feeling that every little bit that we saw will eventually be released in one of those billion clips that they put out, you know, yeah. beforehand. So for sure. All right, guys. All right, guys. See you later. Bye.